Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. 
see is going to be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I was just thinking I was talking to anybody. You were talking to Michael. Oh, my God. Good evening, everybody. It is, oh gosh, I can make sure I don't get unplugged here. Thursday, August 23rd, 2012. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Hopefully everyone has had themselves a wonderful day. I know I did. had a wonderful message of some spirits tonight over at the center. Met some great people, some new people, some first-timers uh, coming over. And I um, had a little get together it's getting it's getting busier uh, we, you know we basically have something going on now pretty much uh, every night of the week so it's uh, it's doing really well so if you're in the uh, Pasco County Florida area anywhere around even if you want to do a little drive it's like uh, Tuesday nights we have meet and greet we may even have a drum circle going on on Tuesday nights outside Wednesday night is the witching hour always interesting for that one um, it's becoming a packed house we may have to bring that outside as well too because we don't have enough room for everybody Thursday night, messages from spirit. Friday night, we're also doing another uh, drum circle and all, uh, which is, you know, it's great because we can do them inside or out. Uh, but when we get too big for inside, we go outside. So, and then t- twice a month on a Saturday, it's the second and fourth Saturday, we do a psychic fair. Mondays, we're going to be doing, uh, you know, some classes going on uh, on how to live a magical life. So, on top of uh, classes that I'll be teaching. So we always have something going on uh, constantly. And, and it's amazing the growth that can happen. I mean, you know, doing video shows for three months, I mean three months, three years. And we have three different co-hosts that help out with shows, Teresa, Arlene, and uh, Rich. And Teresa has been uh, doing a lot of the bookings for the guests and all. Arlene has been doing some as well, which is wonderful. Uh, I have wonderful volunteers over at the center. And so since the center's only been open basically since February, not doing too bad. Um, you know, having uh, all these people coming out, helping out, doing so many great things. And that's what we try to teach everyone. That's why we have the readings coming in, all the wonderful readers, especially the phenomenal reader we have coming on for us tonight. It's to help you grow spiritually, help you change your life, help you to, to lead a more, a more fulfilling life and all. Um, and it can happen. And that's why, you know, I come out and I tell everyone everything that's going on because, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Trust me. There's no, you know, magic voodoo spell or anything else that, uh, you know, to go ahead and make the changes in your life. It's your positive attitude, positive thinking, and releasing the blockages that are going on. And the one way to do that is by getting these phenomenal readings. Uh, There's so many different things, uh, you know, going on. You know, astrology holds so true for everything that's going on into your life and who you are. The same thing with numerology. And uh, that's tonight. Go ahead and find her in the queue here. You know, we have with us uh, a phenomenal astrologer and numerologist, Sharita Starr. Hello, Sharita. Good evening, Michael. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. This is an uh, honor to be with you. Thank you. It's our pleasure having you. Uh, you are phenomenal. Oh, thank you. That, that's too kind. That's too kind. I, I always say it's uh, it's just the messages of the planets. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and it's so true. I mean, I, I didn't believe in numerology. I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know about all this. And then I started, you know, researching a little on my own, and I was like, wow, that is so true. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I my my 
my um, expression is the the planets shall never tell a lie, and um, you know how I do my readings is uh, I fuse astrology and numerology together because when you study uh, the planets that influence the zodiac, they equally are guiding the the numbers. So uh, all the singular digits of numbers, and if you have compound numbers, you just reduce them down to a single digit, and you're always going to know what planet. Uh, is hanging out there so it's all about planets and uh, like I said they don't lie <laughs> they they're the ones that are telling the truth <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's truly is amazing and uh, like I said I've been researching and you know finding all the numbers and I'm like yep that fits me yep that fits too and yeah it's just amazing how you know how it all works out together it's like you know part of the big cosmic plan it is. Uh, there's, you know, that great expression, as above, so below. And uh, that's us, you know. Uh, we are, it, you know, they always say that the, the stars compel, they don't incline. And, you know, our free will still will determine what we're going to do with that energy that they're casting down. Um, you know, I don't believe, I don't like the word prediction too much. I like the word forecast. Because you have the free will to change anything at any time. It's just how are you going to react or respond to the energy around you. Um, and, and that's really, you know, in my opinion, um, the best way to live your life and utilize this energy, uh, you know, and, and utilize the information. Um, it's a tool. You know, everything is a tool. Um, it's, it's like, you know, if you're, you know, you like your yoga practice, you like your chanting practice or whatever practice it is that you like, um, you got to utilize that to the best of your ability. Um, and the same thing goes with astrology, numerology, um, and these other little fun things I call lexagrams. Um, well, I don't call them lexagrams. Linda Goodman called them lexagrams. I'm just kind of continuing on what she started, uh, many years back. Uh, when she wrote Star Signs, that's that's where she revealed them. Um, so uh, it's an it, it's an amazing journey when you look at everything all together. That's that's for for certain. Uh, not too much you can't see. <laughs> you can get wise all the time. You get your answers to the wise. That's yeah, wonderful. Now, um, how long have you known that you've had the um, you know these abilities to do this? Well, it's funny, you know, by default, I was about seven years old and I started uh, reading the horoscope in the paper, or at least, I don't know if I was really reading it at seven, but I was taking note of it at seven, uh, that there was this thing called the Zodiac because it was right next to the comics. <laughs> and um, And I just, you know, all my life, was very drawn, you know, I always knew, you know, I knew my birthday, and I, I, I remember, you know, being in, in, like, you know, maybe fifth grade, definitely by that point, I was reading quite, quite avidly, and I would, you know, know friends of mine, and, and know their birthdays, and I would read their horoscope, and go, oh, that's interesting, and of course, over the years, I've discovered, you know, that those really general blurbs of a horoscope are, are, you know, hit or miss, but, um, it was really during my Saturn return that um, it the information started streaming to me like a, a channel that I couldn't turn off. Um, and that was when I had come across star signs. Uh, and, and, and it was really Linda Goodman's work that has influenced me the most. Um, of course, you know, I'm always 
I'm a, I always say I'm a constant student of, of the planets above, but um, it was her work that really inspired everything that I do. Um, and um, so it was when it was my Saturn return that, you know, it all opened up. And, and when you look at uh, numerology, that was when I also, my, my Saturn return, and when you cross from in numerology, you have three different period cycles, and um, one will, depending on the life path number, that's how we determine when it starts, when one, the first period will end, and then the second one will begin, which will span for 27 years, and then you'll have the third period, which is the remainder of your life. And it was that time for me that I also entered my second period cycle of my life. And that's also, it was kind of in conjunction with the Saturn return that everything just started happening. And it was like something, you know, hit me over the head and said, you, you, you've got to do this. And it just, it beca- it was just the most natural thing that ever happened to me. Um, and, you know, I was a theater major in college and I was always, um, I was never involved in a normal job. I tried doing that, didn't work, <laughs> you know, and um, so I found my light at, at my Saturn return, um, which a lot of people do. Um, a lot of people, you know, beat themselves up that, oh, I haven't had success by 30, but it, it really isn't until you reach about 28 to 30 years old when that Saturn return first happens that you you reach your own level of maturity You've completed your journey of self-discovery, and not that you won't keep discovering as you keep evolving, but you are at the point where you know what you like and you know what you don't like. And when you step into your 30s, you know, you're definitely um, at a point where if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, Saturn will have gave you every lesson in your path to, to try to say, hey, be responsible to this. This is what you're meant to do. Saturn is the planet up there who, um, and when I'm talking about a Saturn return, when you're born, you know, you, you have a birth chart that will be cast when you're born. And it's a, basically, I like to call it a photograph of uh, what the universe was doing up there. And this is your map for your life. Um, it will always, uh, as you use that as your constant, and you'll get your ascendant. That's why we always want to know what time you're born and everything. And, you know, you can be, you know, the sun sign of Virgo, but you could have a, an Aries rising, which, of course, is going to make you a, you know, a, a very, you know, it's going to make you a little different kind of Virgo than if you were a Virgo with a Sagittarius rising. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's very mathematical. Everything is math and astrology as well. Um, and, uh, you know, that is, you know, how we judge things. So Saturn takes two and a half years, give or take, to go through one sign. So by the time you turn 28 to 30 years old, Saturn has, via the the current transit, has come all the way back around to that point where he was when you were born. And he's the planet of responsibility. He's like your father up there. Um, if you go against what Saturn is trying to say, you typically get thwarted quite a bit. Um, he'll make you feel restricted. He makes you feel like things are slowed down. Um, but there's a reason why the pace is slowed down in whatever area of life that he's currently transiting in. And this is at any point in time, he's somewhere in your life, um, you know, gu- guiding over you. And, and uh, you know, sun sign Libras out there. Um, would probably agree that the last couple of years have been a little interesting for them because Saturn has been in their sun sign. Um, and 
They're they're going to get a break soon because uh, at the beginning of October, Saturn goes on into Scorpio for the next couple of years. So that's when, um, and even via the collective, uh, the world in, at large is going to see some pretty heavy transformations because that's the sign of Scorpio. He is that is the sign that um, is the regeneration and change sign. A lot of death and rebirth happens. Um, a lot of powerful things will transform on this planet. Uh, it, you know, it's and it's no question that the Mayans calculated, you know, their calendar and the way that it is. But it certainly was never stated by the Mayans that the world was going to end, <laughs> which is a big hype about the, the date coming up on the solstice this year. Um, the world is going to change, but the world is not, by far and large, is not going to end, <laughs> which I hope a lot of people understand that. Um with what the Mayans were trying to relate to us uh, through through their wisdom, which they had plenty of. It's amazing how they were able to know all this stuff on, you know, the alignments of the planets and where we are in a galaxy, the whole bit, you know, with, you know, with, uh, in, in our terms, how primitive they were. They were very primitive. Um, and, you know, and, and the Chaldeans were like this, the Babylonians, I mean, you know, ancient Egypt, you know, uh, you know, if you research your pyramids, I mean, there's a way that those pyramids were built in the same fashion. They all line up in a particular way, and it has something to do with what was going on up above us. Um, they really got this hook, line, and sinker, and they had no technology like we do to figure that out. So, yes, it was... Um, very different time back in those days, and um, well, we've all lived there at some point. You know, everybody. I, I, I'm sure you understand the concept of past lives, and you know, we do keep circulating. Um, each life is, uh, you know, just another step in what our soul is meant to be doing, um, and and we go through all myriads of different changes in every life, and we are different sexes, and we we cross this back and forth, and we end up hanging out with our different relationships in multitudes of ways. You know, one one life your your husband will be your father, and then maybe it's your brother, or you know, it's your mother in another life. You know, it just depends on how um, it all wants to go, but you do keep connecting with the same people uh, over and over again. And when you meet them, that's always, you know, when you meet those people and, and um, you know, you get that ultimate just waft of, wow, it's so familiar to me, but I've never met you before. That's a person that if we took your chart side by side, we can totally determine where, you know, what kind of life you lived before, um, what kind of relationship did you have in, in another life, um, you know, and, and why are you coming together in this one? And what are you going to do together in this one? Um, so it's it's all such so powerful and, and, what, and, and profound, really, um, in the depths that it'll go uh, to be able to reveal the, the unknown and reveal the truth, um, which I'm a seeker of the truth. <laughs> oh, I know. It's always fun trying to figure out the truth, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? And some things are meant to be unknown until they're ready to to come out of the you know come out of the water. It's interesting. Uh, to, you know, today we just had uh, Mars entered Scorpio today, which is um, I, I've been saying it's kind of like the uh, it's going to set the stage for what uh, all these changes that Saturn will bring uh, the day that that um, Mars goes forward into Sagittarius. The day before that is when Saturn enters Scorpio for the next couple of years. So um, we're in a very, we're living in very interesting times, as they say. 
Um, but you're going to start to see a lot of mysteries come out of the woodwork, which, of course, will be very fascinating as we enter the political, uh, real, the real heat of the political uh, campaigns and all this kind of stuff. So I imagine you're going to get some secrets in the next six weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be getting a lot of those. That's going to be an interesting uh, election this year. That's for sure. Oh, boy. And how. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be. Um, and, and, you know, it's so funny, uh, you know, another planet up there that. Loves to cause a little bit of mischief from time to time, especially when he's going backwards in that term that we use in astrology called retrograde, um, which we just had one. Uh, so for those who knew that uh, around and about the 14th of July through the 8th of August was a little bit of mayhem and a little bit of zaniness, he's going to be doing this again the very day that we have our elections in this country. Mercury goes uh, retrograde again. He does this three times a year, give or take. And um, he's the planet of communication. So, you know, he's the guy up there that makes us think, makes us exchange information, um, determines how we're going to talk, speak, uh, if we're a good writer or, you know, whatever it is. And when he goes backwards, he causes all sorts of wackadoo things to happen down here. Nothing uh, typically life-threatening, but if you react to them, it can become that way, uh, which is why Mercury Retrograde is designed by the universe to really give us periods of reflection. Uh, it's kind of like sleeping. You know, if you don't sleep every night, you're, you're not going to function well during the day. And if we don't take our periods of reflection during Mercury Retrograde, we don't function all the rest, uh, the best that we should the rest of the year. Uh, so... But we're, we're we're moving forward this fall. There's a lot of dynamic action happening. Um, this is the first time all year that really we've had no re really big inner planets going backwards because we dealt with Mars earlier in the year going retrograde. Then Venus came into the mix in the spring. Mercury brought in another uh, turn of this in the summer. So this is the first time we've had like you know no major. I would like to say the inner planets, the ones that are closest to us, really caused the most flux. Um, when they are going backwards, uh, but um, the fall is going to be exciting, um, and, and people feel like they're really gaining in the year uh, right about now. Uh, things are going. We're in a nice waxing phase of the moon now. Everything's gathering up in the new light, so from Leo, uh, which is wonderful, and um, all that energy that stirred out with Mercury was retrograde in, in um in Leo for his pass, and uh, so with that new moon has now has come in Leo, things are are, are going, things are moving. We're not uh, feeling like we're stuck. <laughs> oh, I know it's been feeling that way for me, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what happened the past couple of weeks? Everything is just, it's like the floodgates open. Everything's just flowing now. Yes, boom, booming and flowing. I've heard that from like multitudes of people. They're like, wow, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, because everything is. There's really nothing blocking anything right now. We're saying, you know, slow down here. Just take a little caution here. Now it's like take action and go, 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 go. You know, don't. It's like the Monopoly board. Do not, do not. What is it? Don't stop it. Go. Just keep going, <laughs> going around <Yep>. the board. <laughs> yeah. Do not pass go. Do not collect the two hundred dollars. Just keep right on going. That's right. That's right. Well, you hope to pet, get your two hundred dollars at least every turn around the board, right? Because you got. Yeah. Keep earning your keep. <laughs> so even names uh, can have a, a specific meaning. Oh my goodness, yes. You know, it's funny. You, you get uh, I get this a lot with people who are twins, who you know who are born, you know, obviously within a couple of minutes of each other, give or take. But those twins have two different names, 
And uh, this is, you know, just a nice example of it is that when you look at numerology, every letter in the alphabet has a number attached to it. Um, and there's two ways that you can do this. Um, what I like to call a Pythagorean numerologist or more of a Western numerologist, they're going to take the alphabet and go A to Z, 1 to 26, and just string it out. And that'll give you a couple loops of 1 to 9 as you reduce those numbers down to a single digit. But the Chaldean said, there is no ninth vibration of sound in, in the natural scale when you relate it all to what music is. And so they only did their alphabet with eight, up to eight. You can have a number, or excuse me, a name add up to nine as a name expression, which is what your name will, t will tell you a lot about. Um, and your name expression, the, and it's really the one, the one that you really judge and that even if you change your name, you're going to have a new energy to deal with. And women do this a lot when they get married. Um, but it's the original birth name on the birth certificate that is the one that you have to honor that energy always. It's like you can't go against that, even if you have a different name expression as, as your current name expression. Um, and that will determine a lot about what you do with your career, how you're seen in your public life. Um, and what energy through that, whatever numbers guiding that, is going to be, you know, around you and about what you do. Um, and then how I learned from Linda Goodman about how to tie in these lexigrams. There's a story that can be told from pretty much any word, uh, name, or title. And it's the art of taking anagrams, which is basically taking a word or title and you spell another word from it. And it's the art of taking those lexigrams and poetically phrasing them like poetry or prose. And this tells your story. So, um, like, here's a simple word. One of, one of my favorites is, how do we evolve? Well, it's encoded in the word you have to love. You don't evolve by hating because you can't spell hate from evolve. <laughs> but if you want good health, you have to let the hate heal. Those are all words that can be spelled from the word health. And typically, you know, when we get ourselves in dilemmas with health, it's really about our negative emotions. It's it's dis-ease that we're having um, in our minds or just in, in, in the way that our energy and our, 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 you know, what we're doing to take action in the world. Um, one of my other favorite lexigrams is gratitude. Uh, a great true attitude is what you spell from gratitude. Um, and that's a wonderful a wonderful thing to carry with you your entire life. Uh, another good one is patience. I tap in an ancient peace pace. Just, just kind of take it slow. Patience is a wonderful thing. And it's, a, you know, it is ancient um, because most people forget about how to be patient in life. And it's not like we ever really learn in school how to be patient. Nobody really teaches you that. It's not like there's a class about it. <laughs> you either kind of get it or you don't. Uh, and when you get into names, uh, people's names, I mean, this is why I had to come up with this book because um, it's all in the name. I mean, your story is in your name. It's absolutely mesmerizing to me. Um, a wonderful example of this is uh, we all know who she is, uh, Judy Garland. and But she wasn't born to the name Judy Garland. She was born to the name Frances Ethel Gum. And we all knew her as Judy, but it was the, her birth name that says, Sent as a mega MGM star as a teenager. MGM regulates her and can last as a, an eternal star. And, I mean, I think at this point, 
she's we're never going to forget about her. Uh, she's like an icon, you know, even as from crossed over, she's, she's an icon. We're never going to forget what, what she did and, and brought to this world. Um, and even though she, like I said, you know, she went by the name expression of Judy Garland. Uh, I don't think they wanted Francis Ethel gum on the, on the big uh, Wizard of Oz caption there. And, and, you know, this happens, uh, you know, so often with people who are actors or, or, you know, they, they, or even writers do this a lot too. You know, they, they choose an alias to represent themselves by, but it is their original birth name that's going to tell that story about what will happen to them. Um, and so the book that I wrote is, basically designed to validate how this has worked throughout history um, with different, you know, I've got musicians, sports people, writers, artists, uh, you know, you name it. I kind of threw them in there, some politicians, um, even names of businesses, um, all sorts of different. It doesn't matter what you're looking at. It that story is there. So when you tie in your astrology, your numerology, and your lexigrams, as as um, Linda Goodman said, it's like having a crystal ball. You can see the whole picture. Um, and they all kind of back each other up. Um, when you look at somebody like Bill Clinton, uh, he's a, a good example of how this works. Uh, he was born to the name William Jefferson Clinton, which spells sent as a Leo 19. Now he's born to the 19th of August which makes him, via how numbers and in, in the stars look at it, he's a Leo 19. Um, and all that comes right out of his name. Uh, we'll earn two terms in a main office comes out of his name. You spell he writes lefty. Of course, he's left-handed. Um, and you even get the even a more funner thing is his, um, his wife is a senator, <laughs> which, of course, Hillary became the senator of New York eventually. Um, you know, sometimes the tales that are in the name won't manifest until you're much later in life or things will come earlier. Um, you know, I do, I do a lot of baby readings and, and I, I, I do put that forecast out there that, well, this is the kind of talent that this child will end up having in the lifetime and, you know, probably what they're going to end up doing. Um, and more so by that time, like that Saturn return rolls along because it's going to take them until they're about 28 to 30 to really know and discover and experience what works and what doesn't work for them. Um, and then they, you know, go, go past that sign and return. And, and off and running, they typically are. Um, so that's how I uh, tie it all in together. <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of little details to work out. Oh, well, I got Mercury on my Ascendant. I like these types of things. I love details. <laughs> Now, what about um, if you were to do a reading on me, and I, I'm not sure whether I was, you know, what my time was that I was born. I uh, think I was born in the morning. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I do get this a lot with people. I don't know when I was born. Mom's not sure. Um, then what I do is uh, sometimes I can do a little backwards investigating, and I, you know, because, you you know, you're one of 12 signs on your ascendant. Um, so if I see, you know, you take a day, month, and a year, and you just cast it at noon, and you can at least see from that perspective, okay, where was all the planets? You know, you've got the sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. You got everybody in there, you know, where what sign they were in at that moment that, you know, you came, that day you came down. And if you know the time of birth, it's, you know, we get the exact chart, but we can at least see from looking at the day, month, and year, 
where everybody was. And depending on what you do in your life and what your energy's like, if you just kind of play the process of elimination, you say, okay, you're an Aries, and uh, if you have a Pisces ascendant, that would mean, you know, your um, sun would be in the second house. You'd be a lot like a Taurus. You'd be very stable for being an Aries if you had a Pisces ascendant. It would calm you down. Um, And if, you know, you were ultimately fiery uh, as an Aries personality, uh, which they are typically anyway, but typically an extra fiery Aries will probably have a fire ascendant, which would be either, you know, Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. Um, So it's just kind of like a process of elimination. Um, I Sometimes I do that, but there's always the way that you can read your horoscope via the collective and that you, you can see that energy, which is always taking the day, uh, the the sign that you're on and you throw it, what we say, on the ascendant, and then you see how all the current transits are going on around you. That's how I write my monthly lunaroscope, um, is I do that from the collective read. And it's very, that's very accurate in knowing each month when we have a new moon and a full moon, when you're going to have initiations in one area of your life and when you're going to have a release coming from another and they always balance each other out because the new and the full moon are always opposed one another as, as the month, you know, as the months unfold throughout the calendar year. So, um, well, when is your birthday, Michael? It's June 29th, 1963. Now everyone knows how old I am. That's okay. It's all, it age is relative. I always say that it's always years young in my book. Oh yeah. (laughs) So let's see. So you are in, um, right now you're in that four personal year in your life. Um, you're in the fourth year of a current nine-year span of time. So you're in the year where you're getting your roots uber solid from what you planted three years back. Now, you you kind of just started your year in all official ways of, of looking at it. Um, a lot of numerologists will kind of throw out the theory that you're, you're via the numbers that your personal year cycle begins in January. And here's where I argue that theory. If you're born and you're born halfway through the year, um, or especially if you're somebody born in December, how could you have lived a month and then go into a whole nother year's energy? You haven't had what we call a solar return via astrology, which is when the sun comes back around to where it was the day you were born. It does that every year when you have a birthday. That's Your birthday is the solar return. Um, so you, um, you know, you probably saw some of the energy come into play in, in the first part of 2012, but you really are, you really have, uh, as I say, stepped into it. You're in it now. Um, And when you look, and of course, you know, you're a cancer. You have a lot of inner work being required of you this year. You're going to really like your time by yourself. Um, And you kind of do that anyway. You know, you're a bit of a, cancers are always private. And, um, you know, you like your time to, to dive into your imagination as much as you can get it. You're a homebody. You're a big nurturer. Uh, you're kind of what we call the chicken soup for everybody's soul. Uh, even if somebody's not blood related to you, you take them under your wing anyway. And um, you know, you want to make sure everybody's taken care of. You know, it's like if somebody has a cold or something, you're like, oh, you know, go put a hat on here, have some chicken soup. You know, you're you're very good at making sure people are taken care of, and your home is very important to you. If your home is out of order, so are your emotions. 
<laughs> you know, you're guided very strongly by your emotions because you're guided by the moon. Uh, numerically, being born to the 29th, uh, that is a that reduces all the way down to a two. So the two is guided by the moon, as is the Cancer. So you're like a super Cancer. I'd like I I, I like to call you. Um, because it's it's all emotions for you, and so it's where people you know if people think you're moody or that your moods change quickly, it's because you know you're guided by the planet that moves through the zodiac the quickest. And some people don't call the moon a planet; it's a satellite, but you know, uh, in a matter of sorts. But um, it's the fastest moving celestial body that is through up you know cruising up there. It goes through a sign every two and a half days, so um, that's why your your feelings change a lot. Your very sensitive to your environment. Um, but what you started, let me go back, 2012, 11, 10, 9. In 2009, you saw this whole big opening in your life of if it's new, it's for you. There was a lot of new beginnings happening. And what got out of your way in 2008 um, cleared the, the, the plate, so to speak. Doing that? Why does that not seem quite right? Yeah, that's right. Yes, no, that was your nine year. Yes, you ended your and concluded your last nine year cycle in 2008. So the endings, the conclusions, all the things that moved out of your space um, were meant to leave at that time because it's like having a new garden. Every nine years, we have a new garden to plant in our life. So you planted a lot of seeds, new seeds, all throughout 2009. 2010 showed up. It was a little emotional. There's some sort of home, family, life, your environment, again, because it was a native two-year for you, um, you know, where there was, it almost seems like, you know, you planted the seeds and then there was this, this distraction that kind of took you away from it. Yep. And, but what your soul's process was really doing was nurturing through that emotional alignment. And when you're in a two, you know, you're big with cooperation naturally. You're a very good person that understands how to cooperate one-on-one with another person. And with anybody, no matter what number or sun sign you are, when you're in a two-personal year, you are in this new understanding of how am I going to, you know, get into this cooperative space in my life again. There's also in two in two years, you get a lot of soulmates that show up. Um, a lot of people, like we were talking before about when you meet somebody and they seem like so familiar that like, wow, wow, wow. And the people that you meet in a two personal year will stick around for quite some time. Um, they're very significant to your journey and they, they're helping you when they show up in that two year, they're going to help you nurture those seeds that you planted in the previous year. And when you went into 2011, you saw the, the heaviness lift. Things got a lot more optimistic. It was much more of a feeling of abundance around you. Uh, a new learning process showed up in many ways. Um, it got a lot more social again. Uh, you didn't feel like being a homebody so much, or you didn't feel so reflective. And um, now you and and when you look at these four these first four years of the nine year span of time, it's like a new foundation is being built. So that by the time you get to year five, you've got something of strength and solidarity beneath you so that you can really platform. And the five year, I, I call it like it's the going to the masses year. It's where everything goes through huge blossoming changes. You know, and they relate this a lot. I like I like the analogy of um, the bamboo. When you plant bamboo, 
Um, it takes four years for that thing to do anything. You plant it, you see a little growth, and it just kind of sits there with this little shoot up out of the ground, and you're like, oh, my God, four years, nothing is happening. I've got nothing happening here. Well, in that fifth year, that bamboo shoots up to about 80 feet tall, and that's the same thing that happens in people's lives when they're in a five-year. What they've just done in the last four years, it's like it finally sees the light of day in the way that it's supposed to be, and, you know, we're all living in this as the Mayans told us as well, they said, you're going to speed up, the, speed up this planet so fast you're not going to be able to keep up with it. And what we do through these numbers and what the current transits are doing via astrology up above us, those planets aren't moving any faster than they did for the Babylonians or the Egyptians or the Atlanteans or any of those people. And we now exist in this fast-paced world where we want Insta now and microwave it and uh, fast food it. And we we don't live in harmony with what's going on up there because the average person doesn't pay attention to it and they don't have no idea, you know. Um, so they're going against themselves a lot of the times and they're not doing things in appropriate timing so they're not getting the results that they want because they're not – well, they're they're not back in that uh, virtue of patience either, because a nine-year cycle will totally tell you how things are going to pan out and what you're going to see, and when's the best time to do this? When's the time? And should I kind of chill out? Because uh, not only do you do this this nine spinning in nine, as I call it, every nine years, you do it every nine months, every nine days. You've always got the clock of nine to tell you what's happening in your life. So you right now are, are back into it. It's like, you know, you had your birthday in June, um, but August has brought you back. You're in a three-personal month, and you're about to go into the real deal of what your four years about when you go into September. Um, it's the intensity of the year. Um, you're going to feel like, oh, wow, my foundation is really starting to see how it's falling into place. Your fourth wall is going up. Uh, but a lot of things that happen in this year ahead are still, it's like you can't see it. <laughs> You're still not seeing this huge thing because it's growth underneath you to give you strength. Um, and it's also a year, I always say, with a four year, because a four is the number that teaches us about how to be tolerant. But we can be tolerant, but tolerance brings up negative energy. Because typically when we're tolerant of something, we don't really like it. We're kind of like, eh, well, and you kind of hem and haw. So if you understand the difference between tolerance and allowing, you have a much better time. Um, so in a four-year, it's really good to note the, that difference and say, you know what, I'm allowing this to be, but I'm not letting it affect me in, in an emotional way that I'm unhappy with it. It's like live and let live kind of, um, which is what allowing is. Tolerating is, is dealing with something that you don't like all the time and just like saying I, I have no choice, which creates sacrifice. And then that, you know, it kind of becomes the definition of insanity, <laughs> which you don't want either. Um, no. There's a lot of invention coming out of you this year, um, which is all about what that movement, uh, because a year from now, you really step into like, ooh, whoa, what's happening here? There's going to be a lot of things shifting, a lot of things moving. And then via astrology for cancers, um, you guys get the planet of abundance coming into your sign next June, uh, just before your birthday. So next year is going to like blow you out of the water. 
in, in, in the best of ways of being blown out of the water. Um, it's, it's gonna like, you're, you're shooting up to 80 feet tall next year. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you said, it, it's perfect. It fits right in. Um, three years ago, um, I started doing a radio show. Yeah. And, um, you know, just going ahead and, and doing things. So it's, um, you know, and everyone kept telling me, oh, you, you got big things going. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with the radio show. That's it. Um, but then I, I went ahead, and it was about two years ago that um, somebody asked me about starting my own church. Mm-hmm. So I laid the foundation for it. And yeah. last year is uh, when I went ahead and did the shift in um, October, November, and actually had the physical location getting that started and we actually opened that up in February this year because we had some setbacks and all and uh, and you know the same thing everything I should be saying especially with this year going on it's a lot of a lot of things going on and I and I'm learning to deal with them yeah it's it's interesting you you pinpointed the month of November and February because like when you're looking at those personal months you know you were making all the plans you made the move and there was movement you were in a five personal month in November and then again in February so the move about what the abundance and what the growth was cuz you know when you look at those 3 years the seeds start you know after you've watered them in the 2 year the 3 year gives you the shoot you know you start to see the shoot you see the growth start to happen it may not be it, it's a right tree yet by any but there this is the year, yes, that all that growth that you saw happen last year, now it's going to get deep. It's like, you know, it's going to start to get, like, solid in the ground so that it can't move, you know, and it's it's got its place where it belongs. And then you look down the line to 2013, 14, 15, 16, your richest harvest of what you really started back there in 09 happens in 2016 because that's your year of recognition, reward, and all the fruit is ripe on the trees, and that's when everything is it's the richest uh point of all this work that you're that you're doing um there's still much much more to come <laughs> there's always something to look forward to <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah everything i mean uh especially like I said right now, everything just started kicking into high gear because I was ready to give up, and yep. then you know one thing led to another, and now it's like um you know a month ago, I was lucky if I had. You know, the one event that we were doing every week at the center had actual people coming. Mm-hmm. But within the past three weeks, all of a sudden, now, you know, we've got something planned started on Monday nights. Tuesday nights are doing great. Wednesday nights are doing phenomenal. Fridays are picking up. So everything's starting to really snowball and really grow quickly. For for a cancer right now, um, what they're seeing, because all of the, you know, that mercury hoo-ha was in your house of earning power. So um, that was what got a little bit of a tidbit of a review over the earlier part of the summer. And now that we've had the new moon in Leo and Mercury's moving forward, it's why you're seeing all the action. So there's a lot of energy coming into what you have in your life. Um, and, and that's a bit that's a big part. And, and, and a lot of cancers are seeing that in general um, in some way, shape or form. Uh, the earning power is getting a little bit of a hello, hi, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not stagnant anymore, and and things are moving. So, um, but yes, yes, some energy there needed to be under review um, over the summer, and uh, now you're you're good to go for a while. 
Yeah, it's been it's been tough, you know, juggling from one thing to another to to keep everything going. And uh, you know, like I said, I've got so many people are like, "Well, is there a way we could do two events in one night?" I'm like, "Yeah, got outside space available. You know, not a problem." Well, you know, you're good with two. You know, you you have that theme in your uh, uh, your whole life. You know, a, a, a two energy, a twenty nine. You always have two things. It's like if you could clone yourself, you probably would. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think everyone can handle two of me. One's bad enough. <laughs> no, I'm sure they could. <laughs> but yeah, everything he was saying, you know, makes so much sense on everything that is as going on in my life because it was about four years ago. Uh, when I basically changed careers. Yeah, yeah, and that was your endings. Yeah, because you were meant to leave it behind. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't there. It wasn't meant to stick. And if it was meant to stick, it would have evolved into something greater. Um, in that nine to one crossover year from '08 to '09, it, it would have taken you to another level. But being it was meant to, you know, the universe said, "Hey, Michael, it's time to make a change." Got to get rid of this so we can give you better seeds, and that's um, you know. So a lot, a lot of people are when, especially when they're in a nine year, and it it does depend on the soul because you know a lot of signs love change. Some signs are so resistant to it they never move, and you know, others kind of are going so fast they just kind of miss the whole. You know, they miss it. They they miss these opportunities. Um, but you know we're the opportunity to change in our life is it's a gift, and a lot of people don't look at change as positive as positively as they should um it, it but but change is good change is very very good um because you know all those planets up there they're always moving in forward motion, you know we never get the same combination twice you know it's that's why things it's called evolution <laughs> you know uh it just keeps going um you're not like i said you you don't get the same combo twice it just it 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 does not show up that way um we we certainly get the aspects uh you know you you'll have you know oh well you know this planet'll be squaring this or right now we have you know the infamous uranus pluto square going on which is uh, a very heavy transit uh via astrology and it's our big outer two of our outer planets are um i'm calling it the square dance because they're doing this literally for like two years over two years they're going to keep because of the way that the planets will retrograde they'll cross back and forth over various degree points um and this is uranus and aries and pluto and capricorn which are two cardinal signs that's our leadership signs um and that's why it's called a square because an aries and a capricorn want to lead but they're going to do it in the Aries is going to do it very in a very fiery, spirited way, and the Capricorn is going to do it very earthen-like and very grounded, very practical, very traditional. And uh, when you've got a planet like Uranus who loves the unexpected, loves breaking through the mold, loves breaking down the barriers, and Pluto is that planet that wants to spin it in complete utter transformation and bring it back to a whole sense of rebirth. Um, so Pluto and Capricorn is really bringing this, this world at large back to a place of tradition. 
Uh, and that, you know, Pluto takes a long time to get through a sign in. And the outer planets really classify our generations. Um, you know, you get people born, you know, you, you get people born within like a, a 14 some odd year time that all have Pluto in the same sign. Um, you know, they're going to be this generation and, and Neptune and, you know, the, the outer planets take years to get through one sign. Um, so Uranus and Pluto are doing this. Um, they started, the first one was back in late June. And we got another one coming up at the end of September. And then um, we have, this just keeps going back and forth and back and forth all the way throughout 2014. So, um, and via the United States, because the United States has a birth chart, uh, this is happening. Uh, Pluto is saying this country is going through major, tremendous transformation in how we approach anything. And Uranus is going to change the environment and the home life and the family life and what we're comfortable with. Um, so that's why a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, there's big, huge things happening and everything's going to go, you know, down the drain. And it's not about it going down the drain at all. It's that there's a really different structure wanting to form itself. I don't I don't like to be fearful of anything in the Zodiac. I don't like to be fearful of any aspect. You just have to know how to work with the energy. Um, and when you know you have something like an opposition or you've got something like a square that's an offering to create something of solidarity, but you just got to know that, okay, I've got two directions in opposition to each other when you're looking at something like uh, 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 two, two, uh, two uh, planets and opposite signs. One of them is saying, look at it this way, and the other one is saying, you got to look at it from this perspective and meet me halfway and seek to understand and, you know, as they say, then be understood. And if People don't resist that. Oppositions are much like magnets. Um, they either come together and totally click, or you get that, you know, like how a magnet will just kind of balk against itself when you've got the wrong ends together. Um, and squares just want to create a new foundation because that's what a square is. It's part of, it's a corner, and it, it's creating the two corners so that you're going to get a new thing coming. Um and if you know how to work with this in the right way, you, you know, you never have to, like I say, be fearful. Because uh, living in fear only attracts more fear. Um, and we have all have valleys and mountains we climb and we go back down again and we, you know, we peak and we ebb and we flow. And, and you know, we're meant to take a back seat sometimes. Sometimes we're meant to be plummeting forward like we've never plummeted forward before. But uh, it, it all comes in its right time um, and that's a lot of what these tools through astrology and numerology really are here to to show us uh, really how to live our lives optimally without freaking out if we can do that <laughs> that's the hard part that's the hard part don't freak out <laughs> no. so everything's going to start improving for me then and by next year it'll be different Oh, my God, next year, I, I tell you, Michael, by the time you step into your birthday in 2014, which is when you're going to come into your year of harmony, which is guided by the six, that's Miss Venus going to be uh, having, having hanging out in your life for the, for the whole year. You're going to enter your birthday next year in 2013, and by the time you celebrate your birthday in 2014, you're going to be like, what happened? Who rearranged the furniture, you know, <laughs> because... It's going to look very, very different, and it's going to be a good different. Um, 
like I said, if you want to resist it all, that's why it becomes hard. It's just like a nine year. If you want, if you're, if you're resistant to let go of what the nine year wants to conclude and get out of your way, you're going to have a hard time. But if you kind of surrender to the release, you are making that space for the, for the new life to show up. It's like garbage in our life. We, you know, if we've got too much garbage around, you know, we think you have to take out the trash. If this doesn't work anymore, I, you know, I can't bring new stuff in if I already have it filled to the gills. I've got to make space and I've got to make room. And um, our energies work like this all the time. Again, it's like I say, it's it's like when those Mercury retrogrades show up, it's 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 that offering for reflection. Like we sleep. You know, if we don't sleep every night, we're not going to function during the day. Um, well, maybe we'll function, but we're not going to function well. <laughs> so, very interesting read. Thank you. You're 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 quite welcome. <laughs> so, am I am I doing the right thing in my life then? Does, can numerology tell you that too? Say say that one more time, please. Am I doing the right thing uh, as far as you know, work wise, uh, right now in my life? Yeah. Am I am I doing my calling? Put it that way. You're doing your calling, and like I said, you, you're really, you've just kind of gotten into the year. Um, when you go move forward into September, uh, you're really going to start to see how this structure is getting more and more solid as the year is, you know, what you've created in the last three years, you're going to start to see like, oh, wow, it's like another brick in the wall so to speak. You know, you're going to keep layering up. I mean, if you think that you've already got three walls up and you, you now you've just got that, you know, you've got a, the lower layer, you've got one one of the the sides up, the, the corners of this new wall coming up in your life. And um, as the year goes on, and, and October is going to be a month of change for you. You're going to have some nice movement happening in October, and you're going to see that again in January. And really what you see unfold in January is a little taste of a huge, uh, on a larger level of the preview of all the changes that are going to be coming into play by, by next June. Um, that will start filtering in as, as that year starts to unfold. So um, every January we get a preview of what the year ahead is going to be like. Because uh, you're always in the personal month energy in January of where you're gonna, what you're gonna enter. I mean, unless you happen to be a like a, you know, if you're a January baby, you, you obviously you go right in the, you do get your personal year in the beginning of the year because that's when your birthday is. Um, so that you know that 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 you, they Capricorns get the magical math there uh, without any trouble, but. As you, you know, go further on in the Zodiac, uh, you know, once you get born past, you know, uh, March, April, you know, you've got to wait until your birthday passes to get really into that that space of the new year. Cool. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, and interesting, you said uh, by September I'll notice some changes and all. And that's what I kept saying all summer long. Yeah. And I was feeling kind of down, kind of like, okay, what am I doing here? I'm not getting any place. But I'm like, no. By September, I'm going to notice a big change. Things are going to improve. And, you know, so far, like I said, you know, everything's just taking off. And, um, you know, here it is. September is not too far away. Oh, my. I, can you believe that? <laughs> I can't so. believe how fast this year. I mean, I, you know, it happens. That's a phenomenon with time, I think. Um, wiser, I like to say, that we get. Because the, the word old really isn't in my vocabulary, unless you're talking about an antique. Um, you know, um, it, it goes quicker. It really does. 
the remarkable thing that happens as a human being, um, the more the more evolved we get, the faster it goes. Uh, yeah, uh, October for you is really moving. Uh, you really get some movement cranking for yourself in uh, in October. Um, and you'll see a lot of things come into play in September, but October goes, oh, wow, okay, cool. Um, and like I said, when you enter your birthday next year, you're going to have Jupiter in your sun sign, and that is just such a, it, it's a great, uh, unlike Saturn's sun sign for a couple of years, he kind of slows you down a little bit, and he wants you to take a good examination of things. But when uh, a planet like Jupiter, who is Mr. Jovial, Mr. Happy, I love the glasses half full. It's not half empty. Um, I'm ready to learn something new. I'm I'm feeling you know uber optimistic. Uh, that as you are in your five personal year is going to be uh, in you uh, around you astrologically. So that's really going to make the changes that will happen next year flow for you. Like you're going to just love them. You're going to feel really good about them in a way that like oh my god this is like. Wicked cool. <laughs> I, I mean, I think your popularity next year is going to be something fierce. I mean, it, it's just going to be like everybody's going to know who who Michael is, you know, and 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 the um, you know, and everything that you're that everything that you're doing with the church and and I believe this radio show as well will get more popular than it already is. Um, there's really no doubt about that. You're going to feel quite a bunch. Well, like I keep saying, it's like, bring it on. I'm ready. Bring it on. I've, we're ready. Because, you know, when I had the change uh, four years ago, I was like, you know, I had people telling me, you know, uh, different readers coming in, different healers, different people coming in. They're like, this is not your career. I used to be a hairdresser. They're like, this is not your career. You need to be reading and you need to go spiritual. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And well, you are I, I, very psychic, my dear. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and I tried fighting it. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I, I went to school for this. This is what I like, the whole bit. And I told the universe, I said, well, if this is what you really want me to do, I said, then you need to give me a kick in the butt yeah. because I'm not taking that leap of faith. And they gave me a kick in the butt. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I'm going in and doing this. And I haven't looked back. It's just been one thing after another. And then, you know, the radio show and um, then getting a church started. And it's just been one thing after another. And, and you know, I'm glad there are – there are times where I'm like, okay, what what's next? Yeah. You know, I feel stagnant, but I'm like, you know, bring it on. I'm ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, for a cancer, and especially because you're such a strong moon-guided energy, you know, you're a very reflective person, and you, you're a person that once you get in your comfort zone, you don't know as easy how to let it go if it is meant to go. You know, you're the symbol of the crab, and crabs are good at, you know, they got those little claws there, and they like pinching, and they won't let go until they're ready. But when you're ready to let go, but, you know, a cancer, you're also one of the leadership signs. So, I mean, this is definitely, you know, you're meant, you're here to lead. Um, and as uh, Saturn goes into that Scorpio this, this coming uh, October, your creative calling is going to get like wow it's like your responsibility to what you're do what you're here to create is just going to you know really come out of you um you're going to be like compelled 
to just keep doing things, and it'll come in a way. And every so often you may feel like, oh, why why am I kind of not, you know, it may slow you down a little bit creatively, but it's time that you spend in your patience with your creativity in the next couple of years that you're going to find the greatest reward. Um that's going to be a, it's going to be a nice time for you. Um but yeah, certainly you're in, you, you know stuff. I mean, you've got if you don't go with your gut in life, um you always know you've made a bad choice. <laughs> oh yeah. It's always yeah, I've, I've definitely learned that. Yeah, it's always about the gut for you. But you know, a 29 is here to be a healer. Uh that is one of the best places that they can can be you know oprah winfrey's a 29 she's an aquarius but um she's a 29 and you know she's not necessarily psychic although i think she she's into it though yeah Uh, that's not her gift to like run around and tell people you know what the future is but she is so you know uh you know your other formula is the more you're charitable the more it comes back to you and that woman has nailed that formula. And that's a huge calling of a 29, is the more charitable you are, the better and the less pressure shows up in your life. And the more grace you get. Um, that's a huge thing with the 29. Um, you know, if you were born to the 20th of, of July, you would still be a cancer uh, too, but you'd have a whole other karmic path to deal with. Uh, the 29 really loves it when they when the person chooses the healer role and of course you know you used to do hair you are nurturing i mean that i'm sorry getting yeah. your done is is a total nurturing deal because you know everybody needs nice hair <laughs> oh yeah and it, it was fun i mean i i like doing it but this is so much more satisfying and and my hard part is um you know charging people for yeah. readings or you know trying to go ahead and say hey you know we need money here and you know that's just always been so hard for me to do. And um, but you know, uh, but I'm learning. It's like okay, you know, letting it, letting people know. It's like hey, you know, I need I need help here. I can't do this on my own. Yeah, it, it's hard for you to accept the money, but you have to step into the space that you you know it's it, it is something you're doing that is of value. So it is worth something. Um, but your natural energy would love to give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if you won the lottery and you you were able to do that, you know, I mean, then then you would be like very very happy. But we all have to make a living. We all have to pay our bills um, until the universe decides that money is not the way that we're going to keep doing this. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's why you know with the radio show, I you know I have people like yourself coming on, and there are some places out there that um, they'll charge the people to come on. Right. Or they'll charge people to go ahead and get on the air for the readings, and it's like, I, you know, I don't charge you or any of the other readers to come on here. It's, you know, it's totally free, and the same thing with people calling in. Now, now once a month, we will do a fundraiser. Sure. But other than that, I mean, everything is totally free for the radio show. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, like you said, you know, I like giving it away, mm-hmm. and that's what I do. It's like, you know, no, this is just one way to go ahead and help people out. Yeah. Where I do my radio show from, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a community radio station, and yeah, we have fun, we have fun drives every, every uh, twice a year, and and that's how it goes, and and it, and it, and it works nice because you know we're not listening to commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, true on that, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, would you like to go ahead and take another call? I would love to. 
Okay. And thank you so much for the reading and all. It was just phenomenal. Pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Thank, and again, thank you for having me. Oh, uh, it's, you know, when they told me you were coming on and I'd heard so many wonderful things, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. And I wasn't expecting a reading either. It's just like, so totally, uh, you know, uh, amazing. And uh, it's what I needed to, uh, not necessarily what I needed to hear, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, it's definitely, you know, the message from, from you know, from the universe that you know I'm doing the right thing not to uh, not to give up that you know it's it's almost time. It's a, I always love it when everything is just it's affirming, you know. Um, that's what this you know, and I'm I I you know I always have when I meet people in public and if I'm doing like a a public event and they're like, now I don't want to hear anything bad, you know, and um, I I always say I'm never the bearer of bad news. That's not what I do with my work. I'm always here to you know lift you up, and if you don't feel you're on the right path, I'll help you to point you in the right direction so that your free will will start to to manifest the choices that it's supposed to to get the things that you want. So, um, yes, it's it's nice to get a little, um, like I said, affirmation. That's it. That's the, You know, yep. everybody needs to just kind of get a little reassurance that, you know what, I am doing the right thing. I am on the right path, and, and this is cool. So, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, so, let's go ahead, and she's been waiting for quite a while to get on, and, and uh, another one of those who are blessed in my life, and I was surprised to see, you know, she was the very first caller in here waiting. I think she got in here at 14 minutes and 58 seconds before the show started. Because <laughs> the, the queue opens up, the call-in queue opens up at 15 minutes before time. So she was like the number one person. I'm like, wow, she's called in early tonight. Wow. So uh, go ahead, Sears. Welcome to the show. Hello there, Michael. How are you, dear? Doing wonderful. Hi. Sharita, how are you, lovey? I'm good, my love. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here enjoying the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. I said, oh, Sharita. I had to jump from my show, and I said, oh, Sharita's going to be on. I have to jump to Michael's show. Yeah, you were the first one there. I was like, I did. And I tell you what, Skype has hung up on me I don't know how many times, and it took me forever to get into the chat room. I said, well, you know, I just leave it in creator's hands. What will happen will happen. <laughs> so here I am. Wonderful. So anyway, yeah, yes. you little bugger. Okay, I have so much fun with you on the show. I, I, I love, love oh, I love your book. I'm telling your book, if anybody does not have Sharita's book, you need to get it. I am so impressed with that book. It just absolutely boggles my mind. And I have to go over it and over it and back over it again. But it's an absolutely awesome book. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Michael, if you don't have that book, you need to get her book. (laughs) I need to get that one. You need to get it. It is absolutely one dynamite book. I have never seen a woman that can say, take a word and make so many words out of it. Oh, my golly. (laughs) And I can't play Scrabble. Are you kidding me? And I'm sitting here reading her book, and I'm going, how did she do that? You know, 
So you just have it's just absolutely amazing to me. But anyway, back on course. Okay, girlfriend. Okay. You were talking about Capricorns. Yes, okay. I well I'm a Capricorn. What's your day again, my dear? On the twenty ninth. Of December. Oh yeah. Now uh-huh. I always have themes every radio show. It's always so funny. You know, Michael's a 29, and you're a 29, and I, yeah. I, I always love how this works. It's just absolutely yeah. like it's Isn't always that fascinating. I was in here laughing. I'm going, okay, is this going to be a 29 night or what? <laughs> say again. I'm sorry. Say, what did you just say again? I said I was laughing. I was thinking, is this going to be a 29 night? Is that what this is? We're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see what happens. Ha- happens. Happens. <laughs> so anyway, what have you got for me, lovey? Well, of course, you know you are in. You're finishing up right now that nine personal year. So you've been seeing all of this energy of completions, finalizations, conclusions, energies. Uh, you know things. You're wrapping up the last eight years of your life. Uh, since your birthday passed in 2011, because you're one of those examples I was talking about before that, you know, you're born the last two days of the year. And like you were born when it became January 1st, two days later, you know, um, it wasn't like you had you had two days to live that that life path energy out in your life. And that um, it took until you turned exactly one years old to step into your new energy. So you are about to, when you enter your birthday this December, you're going to be in that space of if it's new, it's for you. So these years are very transformational for you in um, seeing things clear out of your way um, so that you're making space for new beginnings. And then you're going to plant all these new seeds coming up uh, after December, really throughout all of 2013. You're going to see this, uh, you know, um, wild stuff start to come into your life like you know new like i said the universe will hand you a brand new package of seeds and off and running you will go month to month to month you're going to plant them now as a capricorn you are involved very directly in that uh uranus pluto square thing that i mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. yeah that four yeah that square yeah and you're because you're early in Capricorn. That square is 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 around you. It's it's right on. You know, Pluto is like around your sun, like very strongly right now, which is another mm-hmm. of this. What the energy wants to take out of your life right now, the space of it also transforming through Pluto of regenerating and changing you, bringing you through this whole concept of, you know, feeling like you're going through a real death and rebirth in your life and not that you're going to die. I don't mean, when I say death, I don't mean like you're going to croak. It's something, death is when something concludes. Uh, And there's a for something uh, new to show up. Uh, And Capricorn, on your approaches, it's how you see everything on in the immediate energy of your life. Um, your entire sense of I am is going through like a renovation. <laughs> oh, that's just what I need. <laughs> I need that. And where you're seeing a lot of um, where that new structure is, is wanting to come into play from the square from Uranus is in your environment. 
in your home and family life, where you nurture in your life. Um, and you're seeing, uh, you know, a little bit of the unexpected there. Um, you, you're seeing some breakthrough energies. Um, you probably are getting um, some news you may not have thought you were going to get in the home and family life. So it's kind of like you have to be prepared to kind of go on the fly um, and, and how that's working. So um, and allow what's happening to shape this new 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 strength and solidarity between your whole sense of I am and what you do to nurture. Um, but your environments are meant to be changing. So um, I don't know if you're moving somewhere or if you're considering a move, but that what I would definitely see pretty strong for you. Um, and there's also uh, where Jupiter's hanging out for you right now. Um, there's a lot of abundant energy around that area of your life of how you serve the world. So there's a lot of your service to this world. Wants um, it's a time where you don't want to like um, health. You want to pay close attention to it. Um, and feel good about it, a great time to do some yoga, uh, tap into some, like, you know, educate yourself a little bit in that area of your life, because Jupiter loves to be educated. He's a happy-go-lucky guy, too, but he loves learning. I mean, he just, like, loves. Um, also, you know, you're learning a different belief about what you're doing here to serve this world. Uh, that's becoming very strong. you into your... Um, Okay, you're breaking in and out on me. How come? Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? I hear part of what I hear part of what you say, and then you break out. I lose you. Okay, try it again. I hear you clearly. Okay. 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 Um, Sorry. No, that's okay. That's thank you for telling me. I hear you fine. So I I I don't know that it's breaking up. Um, your ability to be of service in life right. is going through right. a, very, uh, a, a like an educational process, and you're uh-huh. like learning, 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 learning. There's a lot you're learning about new beliefs about how you're meant to serve the world, um, and mm-hmm. how you're meant to kind of deal with your routines, deal with your health, um, mm-hmm. in a way that it's optimistic and there's growth in this area of the life. Mm-hmm. Where it happens when you when you're going into as December rolls along, you go into that new. Uh, it, if it's new, it's for you. Like your theme as you celebrate your birthday coming up this year is if it's new, it's for you, and you got to take that energy with you all throughout 2013. Um, and for a Capricorn, what they're going to start to see is a lot of positive new relationships show up in their life. Uh, about halfway through the year, they really start to come into into play um there's going to be a lot of new people around you that are able they're, they're going to be able to help you with what you would like to do um mm-hmm. where all these new seeds are all about so it's like you know you're going to have a lot of new opportunities come your way and it doesn't mean you have to say yes to everything but at least check it out and before mm-hmm. you um because, you know, for Capricorn, you know, you're a very traditional-oriented person. You know, you like what's tried and true. You you like the uh-huh. same. And that's what you're here for. You're here to ground us all with your leadership. Um, but there's kind of new ways that you're meant to do it. 
So don't be mm-hmm. resistant to, ooh, this isn't what I, like, really like to do or what I'm totally used to. Because mm-hmm. Capricorns are going through some pretty heavy transformations because of that Pluto. And your power, yeah. your life, is understanding that your approaches are meant to change. Uh, what you think you know, you don't. It, there's more coming. Um, oh, yeah. You know it isn't true, but there's more spinning out of you. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes well, now sense. let me let me give you some confirmation on what you just said. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and what were the um, uh, new people and uh, new beginnings of a relationship yes. in the family and home? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have not seen my daughter in over sixteen years. Wow. I just got a letter from her today. She will be in town tomorrow. Whoa. And she wants to sit down and talk. Well, good good for you. Isn't that awesome? Wait, you know what I so, love too for, for Capricorn? That the the Mercury retrograde uh was in your house of you like your core transformation and now that we've right. had the moon there um that's really this is really powerful for you that's yes, really that's yeah. really great and it, yeah an unexpected thing showed up from your home and family right. yeah no that's right. that's gonna that's gonna blossom very nicely uh it's gonna yeah. turn a chapter for you yeah and i'll let you know what it is um the new things that you see as far as knowledge wise yes okay i work as a volunteer for SAGE, and it's for the senior citizens, okay? Mm-hmm. The elders have always been very close to my heart. Of course. And this is what I am doing, is I'm going out to the seniors, and I'm I'm sitting there talking with them, being friends with them, um, checking on them, doing paperwork for them. This is what I'm doing. So I'm I'm reaching out in all phases and I'm also opening up a donation center for all handicap equipment so that we can go through it, make sure that it's safe and give it out free to the seniors. Oh, that's marvelous. You know, you, you must have heard what I said to Michael before about the 29's energy. When you do yeah. work, I mean, that is just going like, to... Come back to you and fold what you're doing with that. I mean, that's that's what that is like. You're so right on, right on, right on. Yeah, well, that's just confirmation for you, girlfriend. How good you are! I just love you to death. Uh well, we love you too. You're wonderful too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You're a nurturer. Awesome lady. You're the chicken soup for everybody's soul. That is for sure. <laughs> I think we're gonna, Michael. We need to make a big bowl of chicken soup. You know that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> but I do have some of your stones. Um, they're gonna be coming. The all the keychains and stuff will be coming tomorrow. I'll be sending them off. The stones I'm still gathering. I'm still putting names on these stones so that you won't have to name them. Okay. I so appreciate that, that. You will have a second. You will have a second box. Coming. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Okay. So look forward to it. Charita, 
I love you a bunch, and I hope to get you back on the show again, darling. Love you, too, Sharon. And anytime, just, just uh, give me a shout, and would love to do it again with you. Okay, I'll let somebody else take over now, because I got to go through the bear. He's not having heart failure in there. He thinks his yeah. throat's been cut. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, hello, bear. Go feed him now. <laughs> oh, yep, she's gone. Oh, she's such a sweetheart. <laughs> she is. She's amazing. Yeah, she's very cool. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah, she's sending me a whole bunch of different crystals. Oh, that's marvelous. That's marvelous. We, I did her show under Mercury Retrograde, and it, we had, like, the most hilarious time with the communication issues in the first, like, 20 minutes of the show. But then we finally got it. <laughs> It was it was such a classic example of Mercury's tricks, but we we had a good time anyway. <laughs> yeah, she's always a lot of fun. Sometimes she'll come in. She's been on our show here a few times as well, too. Uh, amazing woman. Yes, wonderful woman. Yes, and 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 it's funny. I didn't have her birthday either, and I I just love I love learning this about about all of you, and it it yeah, you all make sense to me very much. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, that's my, you know, I just, you know, I love to figure out why people tick the way they do. I mean, this is why I love my work because it's just, it's fun for me. Um, Everybody's everybody's different and um, this stuff is, this stuff, but these, you know, utilizing astrology, numerology and the the interesting thing with the lexigrams, um, it, it always like explains to me why. And then it's like, oh, cool. Okay, great. Uh, that's why they're the way they are. Great. Cool. That's why everybody's doing. Cool. Well, let's see. I think we've got time. We'll go ahead and take one more call here. Okay. Let's uh, bring on Dawn from South Carolina. Hello, Dawn. Hi. How are you? Hi, Doing Dawn. great. Great. How can we help you? Um, do you need my birthday or just kind of? Uh, your day and month of birth I would, would like, please, Dawn. Oh, it's. It's eight eight. Eight eight. A yeah, leap senior year. You just had a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming out of a of a um it's gonna get better. <laughs> it's gonna get better. This was a very challenging year for you. Very emotional year. There was a lot of uh, the home, the family uh you were required to step up and probably do something um or maybe somebody crossed or you, you know there was something of of very heavy weighing on the emotions um that transpired over the last year and you did have a lot of new beginnings in your life in um 2010 uh so think about the seeds that you planted over the course of that year's time and what you did over the last year was all about nurturing that. And even though you felt like, oh, I didn't move forward, I don't, I, um, I didn't get the results I wanted, or something should have better should have happened, the process of that your emotions brought you through in the past year did do tremendous things for you. And now you're in a space where. And, of course, you know, Mercury just retrograded in your sign. So that really just made the whole summer like wackadoo. Um, and that energy is moving forward, too. 
Um, and there's such optimism coming into the life that heaviness that you've been feeling over the last year is 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 it's going to start to clear more as the weeks and the months move on as we go further into the fall. Um, so you know you're you're going to feel a a, a lot better. Um, you know you're a real um, you have a work ethic that's just super strong um, in your life. You know you're an old soul. Uh, you're born to the eighth of the month. Um, even though you're a Leo, you're a lot like a Capricorn in in your character, um, and the, and the abilities that you're you know that you're here to do in this life. Um, for a Leo, you actually have a lot of patience. Um, does that make sense? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, a lot of patience. I guess is is kind of kind of funny because um, you know the Leo is not always the most patient sign because you know they like things the way they like them in that kind of royal fashion, uh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Lion is the king of the forest, or I, in your case, you're the lioness of the forest. And um, but being born to the eighth of the month, you, your karmic path is always saying, "Dawn, do the right thing. Dawn, that's not responsible enough. You've got to do it in this way." Um, or don't do it at all. And right. you're a great person that that always you rarely have to repeat your your mistakes. You're not that uh, definition of insanity by any any means. You typically, when something doesn't go the way you like it or the way you thought it might, you walk away learning the lesson. You learn from the experience very very easily. Um, and that's really what you're here to do to teach other people to do. Um, but watch how hard you are about other people's work ethics because they just don't have it naturally like you do. <laughs> That's funny how you say that. Um, okay. Yeah, my daughter, I, I actually tell her, let's be 15 minutes before you go to, before, let's be 15 minutes early before you go to work. You don't date nobody you work with. You know, I have all these rules. Uh, and, um, she's yeah. like, yeah, you really do that, Mom. I'm like, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, you know, we were talking about Saturn earlier in the show. You're guided. I mean, that the eight energy that guides you as your karmic path, you are guided by by Saturn, like directly. So you you have a very yes. You expect well, when you said something about Saturn um, earlier. Um, what it was in 2010, I did have a job, and then I last year I actually um, lost my job in March. Which I don't know what March really that month had to do with that. Um, but like we were saying earlier how Saturn pushes you I think she said something about how it pushes you out of wherever you were. Um, last year I actually ended up really not I was laid off and, and then due to surgery went wrong and everything. And um I've been out of work since then. And um now I actually just this January went back to school. And I'm trying to figure out myself again. I'm trying to figure out who I am and what my career path is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I well, don't know what you, if you have, I'm uh, confused. I've already done it three times. I've changed my career, my career at school, at college. So I don't really know what I'm supposed to be. Well, you are here. You're good at teaching. You've got a very good um, because you've got the patience to do it, and you're able to be on the stage. Because Leos aren't afraid to be up in front of a room, um, which is something a teacher really, a good teacher, has to have. You got to have a mm-hmm. little presence to really captivate your students and to 
to make them eager to learn. Um, and I mm-hmm. think definitely got a talent to do that, but it's great that you went back to school. Uh, this is a fantastic year in your life to learn something new. Um, and it's interesting that you chose January because January was, like I was saying to Michael before, January is always our preview energy of what's going to happen in the year ahead. And you were in a, in, in a three-personal month, which is, of course, a number that loves to learn education and, and you know, step into that energy of I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to change my beliefs up a little bit. Um, right. I'm going to expand myself. And now you're officially in the energy. I mean, you know, your your birthday happened the day that Mercury went direct. So, you know, you've been feeling like this is kind of it, it, like things have not been moving forward this year like they should. But you're, well, wait till September comes. And, oh, and school, school's been pretty tough. I haven't been in school for 25 years. So school's been pretty tough. The, say that again. I'm sorry. I said I haven't been in school for 25 years, so school has been pretty tough on me. Hey, the math. You you're a girl. You know how to do it. That, 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 that's not an issue. It's it. You may think it's an issue, but it doesn't have to be, um, because you know you you know how to get the job done. Whatever job it is that you have to do in your life, you know how to get it done. Um, yeah, as far as the job is concerned, yeah. Well, I just have to figure out what. Um, what I'm supposed to be going to school for, I guess. I guess for a Leo, a teaching, I don't think I'm really too interested in though. Teaching, I was looking more towards something, maybe occupational therapy assistant or a. Um, so I actually, I'm actually taking sociology, which I think is pretty interesting. Okay. I've never, I've never taken that. So human services is my other option, but I'm, I'm just kind of going between the two. I don't really know. Your um year of birth. I'm just gonna see if I can uh without. Oh, 1972. 1972. So 19. Oh wow, you're like all eight. You're an eight. You're a you're a Leo eight walking uh eight life path too. Um. So. You're all about doing everything the right way. I, I, you, you've got to teach something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have something. I would love to look at you, you to really tap into the answer to your question in in accurate. Okay. Your birth chart would be the way to look at that. Because uh, wow. that would. Do you have you ever had your charts done? I uh, no, I never really um, did that. No. Okay, so you know when okay, if you happen to know what your ascendant is, I could go tap into that a little further. But um on the air I don't ascendant. Okay. What is your middle and last name at birth? Just out of curiosity. Oh, um my middle name is Marie. And then um my last name at birth. Yeah. Truman. And spell that please. T R U E. True man. Oh. P-R-U-E man. Wow. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Let's see. Do you write? Are you a Not writer? Really. No. No? I get you. How well do you remember your dreams? I don't really remember too many of them. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. Um, and this will be good exercises. Mercury's finishing up um, 
in in Leo for you. Um, at and 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 you've got to just start to to discipline your body, and you'll be able to do it. Is this little exercise? You take your hands and you look at your hands during the day, a couple of different times, but especially before you go to bed at night, and you look at your hands, you stare at your hands, and you keep and you say, "I will remember my hands," and then you go to sleep. Have a little. Okay. Have a little notepad, paper, or if it's like, you know, I don't know if you have an iPhone, it's something to jot things down at. Sometimes those uh, there's recorders on the phones you can record. Like if you get up in the morning, and, and, and what will happen is keep doing that practice of saying before you go to bed and a couple times throughout the day, I will remember my hands. And just stare at your hands and say, I will remember my hands. It helps your body um at, in the dream in, when you're sleeping start to remember it so that you can consciously start to remember your dreams because i i get immediately out of your name that you're a dream writer well i think maybe because oh really okay because I, I i i have a CPAP machine so i think that might be from you know one of those machines that gets to sleep with the answer so um I, I that is just something that really uh really come there's still something that you do that you train that you're a trainer that you're a main trainer in your name which is like a teacher i don't get mm-hmm. teacher like the verbatim but i get a main trainer a dream trainer and i get a dream i mean you get writing writing is coming very strongly from your name from me for me uh, and you do get it's interesting you said that you've changed things around a lot, you do get a wanderer from your name. Mm. You wander around a lot, you know, um, which is okay. I, I'm curious what you're, you really strike me like you have like a Pisces rising. I, I don't know what, I, I don't know that, uh, uh, sometimes I can sense that off the top, but I'm not, I like to, I like to see the real chart. I don't like to say that and say that I'm right. happy, but um Oh, what's another phrase I get in your name? Dawn, united in a main dream. What did you dream about being when you were a kid? Like, what was your, like... Oh, uh, I thought I was... I, I have a hair license. I got my hair license, and um, that's what yeah, I, I, th- hair. I thought. Yeah, you I thought like, I... I, you didn't I don't like know. No. Okay. no. Uh, but, but when I was younger, I thought I would try and keep up with all the style, but... Yeah. Um. Hmm. 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 But I've been doing a lot of customer service management in the last twenty some years. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I've been management customer service. Um. Inbound call centers, you know. So I'm, I was trying to get away from that and have a career. I just turned forty, so obviously, so that's why I laughed when you. I'm going back to school at 40, kind of weird, but... Yeah, a lot. Well, when when everyone turns 40, you have in your chart, you've got uh, Uranus is opposing your natal Uranus right now. So it, it, it's ask, you know, don't, don't give in to this time in any way, shape, or form of making you feel stagnant or don't give in to the stagnation that you think that you're in or, you know, that you may believe that you're in. Um, what a really good thing to do is, aside from, I think if you tap into your dreams, you're you're going to start to see things and your, your subconscious is going to give you every answer that you need. Um, 
but start to, you know, write down. Was there anything else when you were a kid that you really liked? I actually didn't think too much about it, okay. you know, when I was younger. Too much about what I was going to do when I was old, you know. Okay. When I got older. Yeah. The only thing I knew, I actually didn't even finish school. I kind of, high school, I got a GED and then, you know. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't interested in school, I guess. Okay. Your chart would be the real, because um, I I pulled my little power card here. My cards are, let me see. What do you love to do? I really like to investigate or help people, you know, try in between those two. Mm-hmm. Like investigate things yeah. to help people. Boy, if I think if I looked at your chart, yeah, I think you do have a Pisces rising. But I, I've got that there's this uber responsibility that you're meant to tap into your understanding of the card that came out. I I, I pulled from the, the deck, my star cards. Right. I, when I get to this point, I go, okay, let's see what they tell me. Um, it, there's something that you're meant to do that relates with feminine energy, um, which is a lot about being a nurturer. Um, but it's something that deals with your love money, with your, your sense of creativity. You know, Leos are creative souls and whatever, and it doesn't mean you have to go paint a picture like Picasso, but it is, is that you've got to figure out and sit some, spend some time with yourself. And I still say those dreams are going to pull it through for you, um, to show you the symbols and the things that you, you should focus on, but it's something that you're creative at that allows your creativity to come out, um, okay. that really can put your heart behind and, and that you know that you you know you feel ultimately good about it. And that's going to bring you the finances that you want. And I, the last card I got for you is, is the Royal Star of the Lion, which is you're protected. You're protected. There's still a layer of protection around you, whatever your dreams are that you want to pursue. But you've got to be very clear about what you want. Um, if you want to stay in that energy of wandering, the universe doesn't know what to give you. It's kind they of don't. yeah, I've been going back and forth. Um, and I say tap into some journaling, tap into some writing, because I think you've got major hardcore writing talent um, that you don't even know you have because you mm-hmm. haven't sat with them yet. And writing is certainly a form of creativity. Um, I'm better at English than I am at math, that's for sure. So. Excuse me? I said I'm better at English than I am at math. I found that out. Okay. Like, I no, like I don't get stressed out when I go to my English class, but I get very stressed out when I go to my math class. <laughs> there is a great book. Um, that, uh, what's her name? Uh, it's called Writing Down the Bones. Um, Google that. That Right, book, yeah. Writing Down the Bones uh, is a complete fantastic book for anyone who doesn't believe they can write, whether an English teacher said, eh, this isn't that great or whatever. Anybody can write. It's up to you. You know, if you want to do it, I'm telling you, your name tells me that you are like a, a, a great writer and you can earn in that you're a winner in a in a writer in a writer, well, yeah, you're a winner, a winner in a writer dream. I get in your name. 
But I, everyone tells me I should write a story about my life. Uh, oh, okay. Kind of odd. Yeah, I would start there. I would start there. And this year in your life, too, this three personal year, what it really, it, three is, aside from the learning and the the level of picking you back up again, because last year was not the easiest year, uh, you know, in many regards, no. um, it picked you back up again. And a three energy also loves anything you want to do in, in, in the creative realms. So I would definitely tell you, um, just start somewhere and don't judge it because that's part of your energy. You don't think everything is perfect enough because that eight side of you is always looking for this perfection and there's no such thing as perfection. I mean, there is, but I call perfection is a journey, not a destination. The moment something is perfect, like I say, we clean our house, somebody walks in the door with mud on their shoes. I mean, you know, nothing stays perfect. Everything's impermanent. So, don't think so much about the perfection all the time because you're into the perfection a lot. And that that's not it. Um, so sometimes good enough is good enough wherever you are in that moment. And as time goes on, that's where the journey starts to allow you to improve it. Okay. Well, I will definitely go ahead and look into that writing thing. And I've been told that before, so. Um, yeah. Your name definitely is that's one that's the first thing that spoke to me in your name is that you were a writer. And also uh, you draw. Are you any do you draw at all? No. Okay. No, I'm not a I, good drawer. That you can draw. I guess. I draw so. I mean art. I don't know what it is that you don't you haven't discovered yet, but pick up a pencil and doodle. <laughs> okay. I will try that. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, I know you probably have a lot of love callers. And um, thank you so much um, for all your insight well, that, on. That let, will lead you in a, in a, in a, to pursue, pursue some of your dreams. Cause that's what comes up for you. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, like in my English class, I told, um, I'll leave you with this thought. I, um, I, I did one, she wanted us to read something figure out something and um about and I had picked up down the actually kinda of like an essay type thing of that came out to me that um about starting over your life and how people they actually don't have you know how they say cats have nine lives yes. in this lifetime. I I that from that it came to me like people have more than even like people have nine lives but people have more than 'cause like you have like your mar people so married you know, you know, like when you're married some several different times and each one's a different life or, you know, different things happen. So I think people even have more than one life, even, even in their one life, if that makes any sense at all. I don't know. Yeah. And you know, time in nature. Um, there's something also in your name about nature. I think when you, if you, like, go put yourself in a park or... Just put yourself in a very serene place. Things will come. Okay. Like, you know, take a little notebook to the park or wherever it is that you've got a nice serene setting, and um, yeah, I think things are going to start to flow for you. Okay. okay. Well, I will definitely do all that, and thank you very much, and you have a great name. Thank you. Pleasure. Okay.
Hello. Hello. Oh, I was waiting okay. for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was like, I was like trying to go ahead and get back on. I was like, okay, what happened here? Uh, technical stuff. That's always fun. Oh, I, you know, Michael, on my own radio show, it's hilarious what I do. <laughs> yeah, well, there was one night I, because uh, I got the mute button on my headset, and I'm, you know, I forgot all about it, and I'm talking, and everyone's messaging me, and, you know, I'm ignoring the, the screen, and I'm looking on there, and everyone's like, dead air, dead air, dead air, and I'm like, ooh, I've been talking all this time, and I forgot I was muted. Oh yeah, I I I I've been doing my radio show for about over three years now too, and oh my god, the things I still do, it's like it's it's funny running the board. It's 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 almost comical actually, but you know I, I try to make light of it because that's all you can do. We're all humans. Yep. <laughs> so how can everyone reach you for private readings? Um, my website is uh, sharitastar dot com. And um, my email is Sharita at SharitaStar.com. Uh, that's the best place to privately email me to get in contact. You know, of course, I'm on Facebook under Sharita Star. I'm under Sharita Star Secrets. Um, you can in message me there and do all that. But uh, my my the biz email is where I'm, I pay attention to that more. I tried. I, I love Facebook, but I um, you know. Sometimes I miss stuff on there if I'm, you know, kind of hopping on and off quick. So, but I always will check my uh, my business email, which is the Sharita at Sharita, uh, yeah, SharitaStar.com, Sharita at SharitaStar.com is my private email. So, cool. Yeah, I lose people on Facebook all the time, too. And, um, you know, I've well, got so many people at the center, like, I tried a friend request you, but I guess you blocked it. I said, no, uh, Facebook did. I said, you can subscribe and to my updates. I said, but. You know, I reached the 5,000 friend mark. Oh, my God. See? So but- it's like, you know, so, uh, and then when, when they did their glitch, their their big change with the timeline thing, all of a sudden, um, I'm like 5,400 and something friends. So I'm like, I've got to go ahead and clear out 400 and something people before I can add anybody. Oh, God. Yeah, they, they, they there's, there's a lot of, um, I, I call it a little bit of politics. <laughs> On Facebook, <laughs> the way that they've set that up, it's, it's it's interesting, you know. But you know, it's free, so I guess you know if people want to complain, and uh, you know, it is what it is. It's fun. Facebook is great. I mean, yeah, but you know, you can you know lose things really easily on there, uh, losing updates unless you're checking up on everything constantly, and and it's so easy to go ahead and do that. Um, you know, I've I found out friends of mine have died months later. Yeah, it's 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 intense on there. Um, you know, who sees what, or you know, I, I who knows? I mean, I guess unless you tag people, you don't know if anybody sees anything. I don't know. I, I got. I'm a little perplexed by it, but it certainly is a fascinating human study on Facebook. I must say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've got uh, you know on top of my personal page, then we've got the uh, the page for the center. Then we also have a group for the center as well, so we got both of those. And you're in Florida, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the Tampa Tampa area. Okay. Very good. Do Do you know Mark Porteous? I'm sorry. Do you know Mark Porteous? Uh, nope. Doesn't sound familiar. 
book called The Human Experience. Um, he's down, I am, he's not in Tampa, but he's around you somewhere in Florida. I have to connect you two. You two need to connect. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, 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 um, you, you, you guys have something to do together. That, that just came for me to tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, um, get a hold of him, have him get a hold of me and all, and, uh, or give me his information. I'll contact him and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got it very strongly that you two have to connect. So cool. I, that, that's just what came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're preparing for not only the Republican convention, uh, but also for tropical activity. Oh, I heard about that. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's been all over the news. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, it's like it'll be fine. Blessings and safety to you, and oh um, yeah, it'll all be good. It's all good. Yeah. So is there any events that you want to go ahead and promote uh, that's coming up that you're doing? Uh, what do we have coming up? Well, I am up in Utica. Uh, this is a couple of months from now, but one of the biggest events coming up is um, up in Utica. We're doing the Diamond Psychic Caravan um, with the fantastic Corby Mitleide and um, Ali Cheslick and Kimberly Ward. Uh, we're going to be there. It's November 16th through the 18th. Um, we're doing a gallery on Friday night and then you know we're doing the fair for the it's at the Hampton it's all on Facebook the the cool. yeah Allie's a wonderful person too she is fantastic yes she's she's the divine I call her the divine Allie Cheslick um yep, yep. That, that that is her um and we just actually did a gallery um Allie Corby and I did a gallery this past Tuesday uh very local where where I am here up up in when I'm in the, the my coziness of upstate New York and um uh we had we had a nice nice gallery that we did uh, uh the three of us we're we're kind of starting a new thing with um that the three of us give you a little taste of everything so um that that that's a lot of fun and we're also doing that again uh at the Vanderbilt House in Philmont New York on the 30th of October um as far as me, I'm just either on the radio or just doing readings, and then I'm preparing my home for winter. <laughs> Aside from uh, some of the the travel things that I, you know I do, I, I go down to New York City and I you know uh, work with clients there or do a, do just private events that I get hired for. So I don't have any big public events coming up until November. So, but there's a lot of things I'll be doing in 2013. So a lot of lot of travel stuff coming up. So, well, we'll have to get you down here to Florida. I, I, well, that's what I'm going to talk to you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk afterwards. Um, I'm supposed to be there on the, the the 22nd of December. There's a big um, consciousness expo that's going to be down there, um, which I think you should be a part of. So I'm going to connect you with Mark all about that. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a, f a fun thing. It's like the day after the world's supposed to end, we're having a big celebration. <laughs> and, and, and like I tell everyone, it's like if you believe the world is going to end, and you know, go ahead and give us all your money, and uh, you know, right now, and you know, we'll be ready for it. And then when the world, uh, you know, doesn't end, and you realize, oh my God, what the heck did I do? Um, I said, then you can just write it off on your taxes because we are a nonprofit. <laughs> exactly. I said, yeah. win. -win. Yeah, Mark's hosting um, him and a, a bunch of uh, energy light workers, people um, in his area down in Florida. Um, they're they're gathering everybody up, and it's going to be a, a, a great event down there. So, um, so that's happening. So, um, yeah, we'll look forward to December too. 
Um, cool. That is later on. A lot of stuff happening later in the year, but that'll be that'll be here before we know it because it's almost September. <laughs> I know it's going by so quick. I can't believe it. I really, I can't. I'm still so I'm still stunned. <laughs> Well, you have been an amazing guest tonight, uh, and truly remarkable. Oh well, thank you. That's my my. It's an honor to hear that from you, and I appreciate I appreciate that very much. My great attitude of gratitude to you, Michael. Thank well, thank you. you, my dear. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get you back onto the show. I know uh, for the next couple of months, we're pretty well booked up, but um, I'm sure Teresa will get you in again real soon. Cool, excellent. I look forward to that. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Adair, and you have yourself a blessed evening. You too. And we'll talk again real soon. All right. Thank you so much, and thank your listeners very much. Um, I had a great time, and thank you very much. You're welcome, Adair. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, don't forget, everyone, go ahead and visit uh, visit Sharita at her website, and visit her on Facebook and the whole bit. And, uh, you know, like I tell you all the time, you know, go ahead and let her know how much you appreciated having her on here. Um, and you have to call in earlier because, as you can say, you know, when his, she does her readings, they're detailed, So, uh, which is truly amazing. And, and honestly, I wasn't expecting a reading. Cause, but, uh, you know, she's just remarkable, um, as you can see from tonight. And don't forget, please visit our website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com, and click on the Donate button. We have a Donate area uh, on there. Uh, even a dollar helps out. Um, you know, we do have, you know, lights, insurance, all that other fun stuff to, to go ahead and pay for each month in order to keep us going. And we have the Blog Talk Radio um, fees that we pay, so we can go ahead and uh, do the shows and keep having amazing guests on here. And don't forget, uh, tomorrow night, Dishy Sid Saeed is going to be joining us. All you ladies and gentlemen, um, call in early, because the lines will fill up quickly for him. And he does go ahead and try to take as many as we can. So you will definitely need to call in early for him. Uh, so write the phone number down, 347-539-5349. Put it in your phone, write it down, say, hey, you know, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time, got to call into the show because uh, the lines will fill up quickly for him. And uh, come into the chat room, say hi. Sid will be in there as well. He's usually always in the chat room. So don't forget, if uh, you have not heard that today, know that you are loved because God loves you, Teresa loves you, Arlene loves you, Rich loves you. And so do I. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.